Welcome to the Chaotic Goodness Podcast. I'm Kim, your host, and I play Flossie Lee. I have this little bucket and it has all of my little things that I like to use and it has a little ducky and a loofah. This is Chad, RGM. He plays Gideon Nyko and Wade. Could you please turn off these laser grids right now? This is Christy. She plays Rin Hudson. Oh, I, I told him I loved him. Here's James. He plays Hentog. This is literally the worst shit I've ever seen in my life. And Steve, who plays Dr. Arthur Ezekiel III. Please don't let me get shot by pirates today. We would also like to thank our dungeon maestro, Aiden Chan, for our fabulous new theme music. Let the chaos begin. Okay, and here we are again with another episode of Chaotic Goodness, sponsored by Die Hard Dice. We all like Die Hard Dice, right? Yay! Yay! Of course! Yay! Yippee-ki-yay. And if you use our code console when you check out, when you buy Die Hard... Stop rolling the dice. They know. They know what dice sound like. (laughs) But maybe they don't know what Die Hard Dice sound like. Die Hard Dice sound like angels rolling their faces around on your gaming table. And how can you have too many audio clips of angels rolling their faces around on your gaming table? I don't know. I'm sure it can happen. Also, but, they double as weapons. But anyway, if you use our code console at checkout on dieharddice.com, you get 15% off your purchase. So don't forget that. And also, we are having a special guest joining us. A special guest, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Franz. I submitted a character once. It was pretty cool. <laughs> You're awesome, Franz. Thank Howdy, you. Friends. I'm also on the land of land above, which is another podcast on Nerdsmith. Please check it out. Yes, I'm begging you. And who do you play on that podcast? This is a it's a Dungeons and Dragons podcast, right? Yeah, it's a fifth edition. Uh, I play Ghost in the Attic, who uh, makes me cry every time. She's based off my real cat, and I miss her a lot. But she's no nonsense, mother of three, and she will kick your ass. That sounds like Ren. Well, yeah, I don't know about the mother part. No, that sounds like Ren's player. <laughs> 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 All right, maybe a little less violent prone than Ren, but we'll kick your ass. Right. All right. So we're gonna go ahead and get started. So where we left off, the the hospital on a freevis was being attacked by uh, a gang that was trying to get Will Bilson's duffel bag. But, you know, he decided to be sneaky and swap bags, but it didn't work. Uh, while that was going on, Cam Tuan had used it as a distraction to infiltrate the hospital and try to capture her quarry, uh, highly Sarah, but was stopped by Rin in the only way Rin knows how to stop something that's put a sword through it. Yeah, boy. <laughs> While Hental was acting as her hype man, because that is all the use Hental is in combat. And a distraction. Yes, very big distraction. And while that was going on, Flossie was 
running to where Apollo was because she was told by Linus that he had woken up out of his coma and he was currently in physical therapy and we're going to pick it up there. So Flossie, you are hauling ass to the physical therapy wing and you bust on in. There's the physical therapist there. There's like the yoga balls. There's various types of exercise equipment there. Mm -hmm. And in like the, What's that thing with the the big uh, bars that you use to walk in between? Yes, like the parallel bar thing. Yeah, Uh, you see there's Apollo. Well, it's Apollo, but, you know, his head was shaved because of the machinery that he was plugged into. But he's there and he is taking a few shaky steps with his uh, physical therapist. Great. That's... uh that would be so incredibly exciting. So Flossie would um, run over and leap halfway <laughs> onto him and then sort of stop herself halfway and realize that he probably couldn't hold her up and then just, you know, hug him. Okay. So you hug your brother from behind. Uh, Apollo, you are are being hugged. This doesn't feel very therapeutic. um he would just like stop and sort of freeze um very adverse to touch at the moment but i feel like at one point he he kind of realizes who it is who else would it be right Right. hopefully anyway and with your (laughs) i mean with your your natural like low level psychic ability, you can pick up emotional impressions and you recognize who it is. Although it, it does kind of, it, the psychic bits of you are still a bit tender. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so what, so can, can he support himself at this point? Like can he support his own weight? Uh, not currently. You can't walk under your own power, but you're, you're, mis- you're, therapist that that's working with you he's talking to Flossie and he's like whoa 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 he's trying to walk who are you his sister oh oh okay well you're gonna you're gonna knock him over i i realized that um (laughs) (laughs) and apollo apollo is just he's not gonna try to move around anything he's just gonna like gently put his hand over one of yours where it's wrapped around his torso and just kind of like grab your hand and not let go. It's like death grip right now. Aw. Right. So is Flossie supporting him at this point? Yeah, she would okay. support him and just melt. Okay. Just absolutely yeah, melt with joy. Okay. Uh, at this point, the therapist goes and grabs a, a chair nearby so Apollo can sit. Good idea. Yeah. And I guess he's going to give you guys a few minutes because... You know, you're very hyper. (laughs) Just a little. All right. So, Flossie, this is the first time you've seen your brother and then seen him conscious in quite a long time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, Apollo's brain would just be tickling at the edges, just constantly, like... Like, like Flossie's bubbles just kind of like bubbling and popping just on the outside edges of his brain um, with just emotions and thoughts and things that have happened and little images um, of everything. Because why catch up verbally? Right. And And Apollo, it hurts. She's bombarding you with psychic impressions that you're 
it's too much for you. She's deliberately staying on the edges um, because she knows that it wouldn't it would be uncomfortable. She gets that. Um, but it's kind of like this halfway point. <laughs> right. But I would think Apollo's a little bit more tender than you were expecting because nobody knew what that machine was. What what give me a number, one to ten pain level. Uh maybe about about like a seven. Oh god. <clears throat> so as soon as he sits down, he's he just like grabs his head like, oh my god. And um it's just like, hey Flossie, 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 I love you so much and I missed you so much. I need please stop, <laughs> please. And he's holding his head at this point. Everything is so red in there. Uh, that's a good word for it. Hasn't Linus been working on you? <sighs> yes. Yes. But they, Flossie, they, they really screwed with my head. And even the littlest, tiniest... <sighs> things that my abilities that I used to be able to do it hurts so bad to even try well I guess we'll just have to work on that then let's get out of here what why where are we going I'm in the middle of therapy yes and the hospital is under attack we can do more therapy later come on excuse me come on let's go oh look there's a wheelchair over there come on I'll carry you. You can oh do like, God. come on, let's do this. So you're going to force him into a wheelchair? Yes. I mean, he'll go. He'll go with her. He's just like, he's kind of like looking around like, what did you do? What did you do? What did you do? Yeah, yeah, you and everybody else. Come on, let's so, go. So you put him in a wheelchair <laughs> and you're wheeling him out and the, the therapist is like, well, you can't just take him out of here. Can. The hospital is under attack. You should probably leave too. The hospital's under attack. Mm -hmm. And he goes to, you know, call somebody and you just wheel him out. Mm -hmm. out of the, okay. Where are you taking him? Back to where Linus is. Back to where Linus is. Okay. And to get Zeke, yes. So you're going into the, the MRI I'll have chamber. a train of wheelchairs. We're going. Okay. So <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. So now Rin... Pental, <laughs> Zeke, Linus, Haile Sarah, and the remains of Cam Tuan are all in the imaging center on the floor where the MRI machine is. Zeke is still inside the MRI listening to the girl from Ipanema oh while my the God. machine is going off. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> and, well, it's kind of catchy, though. Whatever. And... uh at this point, uh, you get Zeke on the your headphones, the voice of Linus going, so, uh, uh, Arthur, we're going to pull you out of the machine. Uh, some stuff has happened. Uh, we, we're going to need to cancel the rest of the testing for right now. Okay. Is, is everybody okay? I mean. Well, your crew is okay. Is Rin bleeding? No. Well. 
She's a little burnt, but she's okay. But so the the machinery starts to come to a halt, and the the table that you're on starts to slowly slide out. It's like so. Just be careful. Well, I'm gonna come help you out, but you need to be careful where you step. Okay? There's a there's a lot of blood and glass. <laughs> and you hear it all. Good, you're awake. Um, why blood and glass? So you come out of the MRI and you sit up and you see Cam Tuan's body covered in blood. Well, good. Um, <laughs> I didn't realize those things were that loud. How did I? How did I miss that? And and the glass. The MRI is pretty loud. And the headphones. Okay, fine. You were listening to the girl from Ipanema at forty-five RPMs. <laughs> It was the it was the heavy metal version of the girl from Ipanema. I, I'm gonna have to YouTube a thing now. No, we're not. We're not going to. So okay, I want to find so out if there is. So Zeke is out of the MRI. Rin, you're there, cleaning off your sword. I guess. What yes. are, What are you doing? Cleaning off my sword. Okay, great. <laughs> and at at this point. The door to the imaging center opens, and in like a bat out of hell comes running in Flossie with Apollo lead <laughs> in a wheelchair. He's holding on to the for dear life. Yeah, he's holding <laughs> on for dear life. I've got him strapped in. It's okay. Oh, you strapped yeah. in? Yeah. Huh? I knew I was going to be going fast, so I just grabbed that Velcro belt and just went. He's still holding on. So, Flossie, you come shooting in. You see the corpse of Cam Tuan, and there's blood everywhere. Oh, that's beautiful. Who did that? Rin did that. Didn't You did that, didn't you, Rin? Well, who else would? That's awesome. All right, come on, Zeke. Hi. Hey, how's it going? We got to get Much out of here. Be- why? It- because the hospital's under attack. Come on, who you guys. Who else is attacking? Let's all get I out mean- of here. Who's attacking? The other guy. Every, you, everybody you the guy downstairs. Yeah, he's dead. But there's more. No, they ran. They left. They all left. Yes. I talk shit. Oh well, shit. This is great. All right, we can go back yeah. to therapy, Apollo. L- Linus just gets off. <laughs> Linus gets off the the inner hospital phone and says, "Yeah, um, we're no longer under attack." This is awesome. All right, bye guys. Hey, can I finish my MRI? <laughs> can I finish the MRI? If the hospital's not under attack. Then I'd really like to find out what's going on. Can we finish the MRI? Uh, sure. Well, I just put you back on the table and you go sliding back into the hey, different, different music this time. Okay. <laughs> Any preference? Jazz? All right. We'll we'll put on some loud jazz. Okay. That was a little bit weird. So where are you taking <laughs> Apollo now, Flossie? Back where we came from. Back to, <laughs> back to physical therapy? Back. But at a much more moderate pace this time. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I oh, mean, yeah. you know, unless Apollo protests, and you know, th- then we would go wherever. Flossie, this is your brother speaking. <laughs> yes, voice in my head. <laughs> Who is that on the floor? And why is there blood everywhere? What? Oh, the person. So that's a really long story. Um. So where are we gonna go? Let's figure that out, and then I'll figure out how much time I have to tell a story. You know, are we going back to physical well therapy? To, room to your room. Point. Okay, where is it? All right, so Apollo gives you directions uh, where his his room is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's he's not in a coma anymore, so they moved him into one of the 
you know, the, the average rooms and, you know, it's a free vis, So it's pretty nice. It's a big window. Uh, you know, it's a private room, big screen TV. Yeah. Holographic displays, all, all sorts of good stuff. Uh, so you're, you wheel Apollo into his room. What do y'all do? I told very long stories about what just happened the whole way there. So Apollo is thoroughly filled in. <laughs> Yeah, Apollo's filled in. Franz is not. <laughs> uh, you guys are just saying names. And I'm like, okay, yeah, okay, those are names. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so there's the, the Cam Tuan person. Notorious bounty hunter. Notorious Cam bounty hunter, yes. Former notorious bounty hunter. Well, bounty yeah. Hunter. Notorious corpse. Shut up. Notorious corpse, indeed. Uh, so, Cam Tuan was uh, hunting down Haile Sarah, which is another uh, host to a, uh, the same type of symbiote that Hental is, uh, his kinds being hunted. So the crew actually rescued her at Linus's request from some other planet. They were intercepted by Cam Tuan, ended up on an uncharted world after a wild jump. With heckworms. With heckworms. Uh, Cam Tuan found them again. They fought Cam Tuan. They escaped to a Freevis where they had the final confrontation with Cam Tuan. Now Franz is filled in. <laughs> now I'm filled in. And then Ren killed Camp Tuan as she is wont to do. Periodically, while you're just filling Apollo in, <clears throat> he he goes up to like run his hand through his hair before realizing he doesn't have any hair. And his hand just drops to his side like, okay, what am I going to do now? He would have like, you know... Like a, like like a little layer of, of peach fuzz. fuzz. You would have yeah, peach fuzz been, on the scalp. Not it's been a couple nearly, weeks, hasn't it? Yeah, nothing like the glorious mane that no, he used to have. That'll be nice when it grows back. Yeah, you have golden stubble. Well, Flossie, I can't say I'm very surprised at anything you are telling me. Yeah. Um, life just continues to be crazy. What can I say? All right, so... Like it's been a long time. Y'all have a lot of catching up to do. Mm -hmm. You have any does Flossie have any questions for Apollo in the time that they've been apart? Yeah. I mean, she would want to know um, you know, what the Order of Fear did to him. Um, you know, how much work was he able to accomplish with breaking them down? Um, does he have any information that maybe we could go after them with? Every anything and everything. She would just be babbling endlessly. Ooh, that's what you want to talk about? Yeah, I don't blame you. Oh, come on. <laughs> well, you see these little scars on, all over my head? Yeah. So, as you probably saw, I was connected to something, right? That... I was, I was, a, I was, well, human is a, is a word. I was in a lit C battery. In a lit C in battery. Have you ever, like, like, signed up to donate blood and then you realize, like, the day before that you haven't drinking any water and then you go to donate and then you're so dehydrated you feel like the, you can feel the blood leaving your body? No, but I'll go with it. So that's basically what was happening, except it wasn't blood, okay? And 
as like as he's like recounting this, he's like mindlessly like just touching the scars on his head and just like rubbing his temples because wow, this hurts just remembering it. And he says they were going to drain me dry and I was I, I was connected to a psychic amplifier. They connected me to a machine that that basically harnessed my psychic energy in a in a way that left me almost dead. And it was the most terrifying experience of my life. Yeah, it was terrifying even just seeing you plugged into that thing. That was awful. It was it was a lot of fun pulling you out of that room though. I'm not going to lie. I really wish you could have like been there, been there. <laughs> I assure you, I was there. It was so cool. But we're going to kick their asses now. We just got to get you better. Right. And, uh, you know, Apollo can tell you kind of what the machines were used for. They, were for. they use them as long distance communication tools and as ways of like, you know, probing the minds, a bunch of minds very quickly uh, to look for certain things. So it's pretty handy technology. Unfortunately, it kills the psychic that it's that is plugged into it after a few uses. And the the one reason why he was able to get uh, his message out to you was a malfunction happened, and uh, it was they had to shut it down for maintenance for a brief second, hmm. and he got a message out. That's crazy. I'm really glad you did, though. Yeah, me too. I am really glad. Really, really glad. Really glad. And I hope that I finally killed Axton. <laughs> I don't really want to deal with him anymore. Kind of over it. No, that would be that would be ideal. So we're gonna give the siblings some more time to catch up on some tender moments. Uh, I'm kind of curious to see what is going on with Will and Gideon. You're dragging a patched up Hector back to the irritated Badger, and so Gideon. For somehow you convinced Gideon to grab Hector's like legs while you got under his arms and you're going to the badger. He's like, why are we bringing him back to the badger? I don't know. He might know something that's uh, going on with these daggum chip people. Okay. I don't think he's going to tell us. Well, he can tell us or not. It'll be his choice. Okay. Don't worry, we got a history together. Okay. So we're going to make him tell us where these things came from so we can return them? So, yeah, I will uh, yeah, take him back onto the badger and uh, kind of slap him awake. You're not going to torture him, are you? No, 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 no. Yeah. Hey, hey Hector, well, wake up, so wake up. Well, you got him onto the badger. Are you just, like, doing this like? right on in the cargo bay or are you taking him to to medical i'll drag him onto the uh medical okay so you put him on the hospital bed on the honey badger one and start slapping him awake like hey hey there hector hector wake up 
he like he's very weak he's moaning a little bit uh gideon he's looking through some of dr ezekiel's drawers and he's like let's see let's see what does he give hint all when he's had too much to drink ah he pulls out uh a syringe but it's one you know it's, it's a futuristic syringe it's the one that just sprays it directly into your bloodstream no needles involved and he hands it to you will and says i don't know try giving him this it might work all right, I will uh, push up against the shoulder and pull the trigger. All right, give me a luck roll. Uh, 11, 12, 13. All right, so it doesn't kill him immediately. But he does he does become a little more lucid, but he's his eyes are still closed, and he's just, where, where am I? What's going on? Who's there? Yeah, I will uh, shake him. Hector, Hector, wake up, wake up. Oh, where am I? I can't, I can't open my eyes. What's going on? Yeah, you're all fucked up. I'm sorry. There had to be a little bit of shootout and stuff. You know how it goes sometimes. And, and he's, uh, his, you know, did you, did you bind his arms or anything? Strap him down? Uh, Yeah, we've got him strapped okay. to a okay. little uh, gurney thing. All right, so you got him strapped down. He's kind of squirming a little bit and as he's starting to wake up a little bit more and he struggles against the, the straps, the, those wounds start getting aggravated. So he's, he realizes he was, yeah, in a big fight. He's like, oh, damn. Where am I now? Don't worry. I got you back on the ship. But yeah. What, what ship? Uh, the badger here. Uh, yeah, like, don't badger. tell him where he is. <laughs> I don't, 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 don't worry about it. You've never interrogated anybody before, have you? Uh, well, I mean, I talk to folks. Oh, God. Negotiated with a lizard or two. Oh, no. <laughs> uh. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So, you're going to try to get some information out of Hector? How do you plan on doing this? So, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to uh, tell Hector, look now, uh, yeah, these uh, folks I wound up uh, in the uh, kind of belly with hill here, I'm just hooked up for the ride. You know how it goes. And uh, there's some serious business here. So just give over what you know, and they'll let you go to the wayside. And and uh, this is just going to blow on by. Trust me, you want it to blow on by you, buddy. What I know about what? He's still a little fuzzy. Well, the, the contract and stuff and the the bag and what's on these daggum chips and what who hold, hired you and whatnot all right uh do you have uh like any persuasion or interrogation or anything like that not in particular i have a uh reputation uh a, a bit of a criminal reputation i suppose and a uh, charisma but no all right, so add your charisma and reputation. It's kind of a come on, trust me kind of thing. Yeah. This is me. Will yeah, Bilson, who rubs his the, belt for luck. He, he hasn't. Yeah. That and rub his belt here on it too for a couple extra luck. Uh, 10, 12, 14, 15. Yeah. 18 on that one okay so he's you know his eyes are still closed and he's he's kind of 
looks like he's nodding off a bit, but he's but he says, he says those chips, those are those are those are consciousness uploads. Those are somebody's entire consciousness per chip. That's a lot of chips. I don't know. I don't know the science behind it, but the buyer said something about powerful computer processing. Something about a big computer. And Gideon, you know, he hears this and he he pulls you aside, Will, and says, like, I mean, we're talking hundreds of thousands of sentient beings. I mean, all of them working together on a problem could do some pretty complex computations. And they're going to try to make a supercomputer out of people? Shoot, that, uh, that don't sound entirely ethical to me. I ain't no no, it would be no like, lawyer or nothing. I mean, they would literally their consciousness would literally be enslaved to a computer program. Yeah, that don't sound too. Yeah, like I said, I ain't no lawyer or nothing, but that don't sound no. like it's all on the up and up. No, this ain't good. Ask them where they came from. Yeah, uh, where do these where do these people come from? Uh, give me another another roll. See if he's more forthcoming with his information. Are you doing anything to kind of ease, like, put him more at ease or make him more willing to talk? Yeah. Well, you haven't killed him and you patched him up a little bit. Yeah, I'll go ahead and I, yeah, I'm no doctor or anything, but I'll try and uh, get the uh, auto thing on the ship working on him and okay. so on and so as a sign of good faith you're you're engaging the auto dock mm-hmm. to kind of stitch him up a bit okay yeah. all right so give me the same roll add uh two dice all right i'll do that 18 all right so you know this auto dock it works a lot better than Zeke. That's probably why Zeke hid it in a closet somewhere. <laughs> but uh, so he goes where they're from. James, give me the name of a planet. Stand by. Uh, Dern. Yordern. The a whole bunch of Yordurni. And they're a, a highly technically advanced species. All right. Like, well, I mean, they they upload their consciousness into computer chips for God's sakes. Right, right, right. Uh, well, uh, shoot, I suppose the uh, right thing to do would be get them home. But uh, well, I reckon there's a whole lot of money in getting them elsewhere. Well, uh, for the right buyer, I mean that's why we that's why we wanted them so bad. There's a lot of credits on the line for this. We're talking enough to get your own ship. And not one of those piddly six-man piece of shit ships like the Wombat class raiders. I mean like the big ones. We can like hire on a crew and everything too. Oh shoot, I get one of those big haulers that could uh all those big uh megaton containers and whatnot. Yeah. Hell, you could have a fleet. Well, yeah, but God damn, that's a whole lot of people, though. Uh, it's a big galaxy. You think they'd be missed? At this point, he slips into unconsciousness because the auto dock has to do some 
stuff and anesthetized him. Gideon sees the unconscious Hector and looks over at you and says, so what are we going to do with him now? I mean, he's just, uh, he's just, uh, Another cog in the system, so to speak. I mean, you know. We could we should dump him somewhere before Rin comes on the ship and sees him. Yeah, let's go ahead and uh yeah, once we get him patched up enough he's gonna live through the night. Yeah, let's... she gets pretty mad when people ruin her handiwork. Yeah, we'll go ahead and leave him in a local uh motel with uh <laughs> enough pay for a night or two. Alright, so yeah, this is a spaceport. There's going to be a local, you know, motel. A spotel. Yeah, this is a space motel. <laughs> okay, so Will and Gideon drop off Hector at a motel with uh, enough credits to last him a couple of nights. So he, he's going to recover. He just needs some rest, and he's going to get that. And then what? Back to the Badger? Yeah. Back to the Badger. Okay. Uh, jumping back to Zeke with the testing. The MRI is done. Rin and Hensel, are you sticking around while the testing is going or doing something else? Hey, Rin, do you think those fish tacos are still good down there? I don't think so. They've been on the floor for an awful long time. If someone ha- already hasn't cleaned them up. It's way past the five-second rule. Yeah. We could go buy fresh ones that are still hot. The Yes. Do you want to go buy fish tacos with me? Of course. Killer friend? Yes. <laughs> oh my god. We're going to go buy fish tacos. All right. So are you are you still like in hype mode while Rin's buying fish tacos? It's like, yeah, <laughs> He's buying fish tacos. Rin makes her hungry. Yeah. <laughs> Only if the vendor seems doubtful of her presence. I just realized her, what her... I'm still wearing. Yeah, yeah. I love the <laughs> shirt yes. and the floppy hat and the Very important sarong. Visual. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Covered in blood now. Yes. Yeah. Well, I've probably washed. Probably, yeah. At least, you know, most of it. Robo Riddle, fuck you up. Give us two fish tacos. Not going to eat a taco with bloody hands. <laughs> no. No. Fortunately, metal's easy to clean. Yes. We all get tacos. Fine. Uh, Zeke, the, the testing is done. And Linus is is looking at it and going over the results with you. And yeah, so your anatomy, everything inside, it's normal human. It's just your DNA is like 20% Fentac. So you said that you were a clone, so you were definitely engineered uh, like this. I'm just wondering to what purpose. I... I'm not sure. I mean, I mean the, especially like the, if you look at this and he's pointing out different things, like the nerve clusters commonly found in, in Fentech. So along the spinal column, so it's very compatible with, uh, with the symbiotes. Like, like I would almost <laughs> be the perfect host well, or just based on the, the clusters here, and usually, I mean, there's like masses of nerve endings here that, I mean, you have more than usual for your species, but it seems like it would take to a symbiote very quickly. My theory is that you would, 
have less pro any any symbiote that bonds with you would not have to go through the the rigors of the joining it would be a, like an instantaneous kind of free flow of information so Hental's always been kind of quiet about this what are the benefits of the fentac symbiote bond well the the fentac just amasses memories from all of its hosts and its lifetimes and it goes from host to host and spreads knowledge i mean that's what we do and every time we join with a host you know sometimes the things can happen in the joining and we lose some memories but we gain some new ones but this it would seem like there would be possibly no loss of information and you have these weird clusters in your brain too that are similar is it does does the host gain besides memory skill or any any other tangible benefit after the joining yeah okay yeah usually after once the joining is complete but usually by the end of the host life cycle, there's some gain in, I guess you would call it like abilities, possibly. But if you would, if like for, let's say in theory, let's say in theory that you would not actually go through a joining, it would be like near and near instantaneous gain in the symbiote's abilities. But there's, I mean, one, two, three Fentacs that I've met in a whole universe of people. So what is the purpose of engineering a, a whole Zeke species? We weren't, we weren't always, you know, endangered. So, I mean, I don't know when you were, I mean, when you came to be, I have no idea. You said that you found a ship with other clones in cold storage. I mean, cold storage, you could last a long, long time in that. But I don't know. Any any Fentac you came across with could, I mean, would have a really optimal host in you. I mean, you've been traveling with a Fentac for a number of years at this point. Right. And my my the other understanding is that the Fentac to abandon the host also kills the host, right? Yes. Well, okay. So the body dies, but the memories live on in us. Right. It's still just, it's, it's weird. So for you, it probably seems very weird. Yes. Okay. For me, it's you know, it's it's just a fact of life for me. Obviously. Right. So yeah, this is starting to raise more questions than it was answering. So it seems like finding out where you came from and who made you is important to uh, understanding why. Right. And I'll I mean I I'll get my answers out there fast and I'll get them in here. That's like that's true. Okay, that's fine. Um, also, your sperm count's a little low. <laughs> it's been a boring couple of weeks. 
Gideon's console is super clean. <laughs> Elias oh my says, goodness. I do not know how to respond to that, so I choose not to. <laughs> <laughs> so safe travels, Dr. Ezekiel. So he says his goodbyes. So for the most part, it seems like everyone's ready to to head out. Flossie and Apollo, you guys have spent some time catching up. Is there any, you know, as you're you're reaching the 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 hours are passing and it's going into nighttime, any other interactions that you two would like to have? Um. Wow, that would be just nonstop talking, I think, from the two of them. Okay. So about, like, everything that's... Just babbling a lot to each other about mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, everything that's happened. Like, so Flossie would um, start with, you know, getting off of um, Omega Terminus and how she still hasn't been able to find Andy or Nico um, and um, everything that happened with Jesse and then how she got on the badger and the whole story up till that point. Okay. Uh, what is the most important thing that you want Apollo to know right now? That I have to go, but I'm coming back. You're going to come back. Okay. Mm-hmm. Apollo, what, what would you like to say to Flossie? <sighs> um, Flossie, I just want you to know that I never doubted you for a second. I never lost faith in you or what we set out to do. And we're going to keep doing it, right? Yes. And you will come back. And I will walk. And I will be able to use my abilities again. And we will kick ass. Most definitely. And he will have his wonderful hair back. Oh, yeah, that's happening. You've got to grow the hair out. Oh, my God. That look is not you at all. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. Yeah, you look kind of like Dad. It's weird. Grow it out. Don't say that to me. (laughs) (laughs) Grow it out, (laughs) please. Is there, uh, since he is kind of stuck in the hospital for a little while, is there an immediate mission that would be helpful to break down the order of fear a little bit in the meantime? Well, Apollo does have some knowledge of the important ports of call for... Uh, the Marauder, fa- the Marauder faction, which right. you know he was with. So, I guess Apollo can give you information on that, like tactically significant targets. Excellent. Yes, exactly. That'd be about it. Good. It's a good start. Okay. That was their original goal, anyway. Okay. And uh, you get, I guess, Flossie. You get uh, your communicator chirps. And it's Gideon saying, so it's getting kind of late. Uh, Will's starting to get weird. Um, starting? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, by the way, you guys are so not allowed to call me weird anymore. Why not? 
Really? Oh, yeah, I guess you got a point there. Sprucker? Sprucker. <laughs> what did you just call me? I guess he got some of his psychic powers back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, no, but um, I think it's about time for us to go. We uh, we found out where the uh, the merchandise came from. Ooh, okay. Do we get to blow things up? I doubt it. Oh, shoot stuff. I also doubt that we're just returning something. Okay. Um. So just whenever you can make it back to the ship, it's appreciated. Okay, I'll be back. Okay, really quick. All right, and let's see. So, Rin, Hental, and Zeke, you also get a message on your communicators from Gideon saying, "So we found out where all the chips came from, and we know where to return them." Then let's do that. Yeah, we're we gonna yeah. get paid. Okay. It doesn't matter. No, we're going to do it anyway, but knowing if I'm going to get paid ahead of time is super motivational. Well, Much like my my yelling behind you as you go to stab uh, Stabby McFuckface over there in the gut. <laughs> Same concept. <laughs> that, that yelling inspired you. Knowing there's money at the end inspires me. So we, like I said, we know what planet they came from. Uh, I don't know the, the circumstances about returning them, whether there would be a reward or anything. I don't know. But we won't find out unless we get there. Does does Will know? Yeah. If there's a reward at the end? Oh, a reward? No, Will, is there a reward, Will? No. Shoot. I don't know. I was just... Where no, you, they where were just did you really... guys find out... How did you find out where they came from? It's not important. No, because I want to know if we're getting paid. Oh, hey, Hector. I kicked Hector. Wait, he's still alive? No, uh, he's, he's, we took care of it. We we interrogated them and then got rid of them. Got right. rid of them. Yes. <laughs> I feel you... underwhelmed by that statement. How about you, Ren? Well, you know, I did my part. Okay. Well, I'm sorry that the engineer and the space trucker can't. Sprucker. The sprucker here can't. <laughs> you know, we're trying. Yeah, sports or somebody we did it. We, Wait, we, did, we, we took care of them. Did you say We're... Sporcher? I did say Sporcher. You're welcome. Nice. Why did you say Sporcher? Torture. Space no. Torture. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, I'm with friends on this one. <laughs> Don't pull them into this. But anyway, anyway, so Hector is... <clears throat> Sorry. So, yeah, Hector, we're never going to bother us again. We don't have to worry about it. So, as soon as we get everybody on the ship, I already sent a message to Flossie. Uh, we can get going. No, I saw Rin stab him. It like I'm not worried about him doing anything to yeah. us. Does he know more? Is what I want to know. Uh, it didn't seem like it. Nearest I could figure, he's using those folks for processing. Well, not him, but the folks he's working for. Yeah, they could be daisy chained into like an enormous computer. Like we're talking like more powerful than quantum. Where did you question him? Yeah. Uh, around. Did you use the psychic that we have in our crew that questioning really doesn't affect because she can just, you know, probe their mind and say, oh, you're a liar. 
So the our I'm sorry, our psychic interrogator was occupied talking to her brother that she hasn't seen in years. I that's not I'm more worried about if Hector knows who we are or where we're going or Well, we got the name of the what, planet from him. What did Hector he get from you? Him alive. Uh, we I didn't say we left him alive. I said we took care of him. Get in. You have a hard time killing flies. Oh, God. Yeah, I carried... Uh, yeah, I did haul him back to the ship, patched his wounds up. I was trying to talk to him all friendly and stuff, so yeah, he's probably still alive on the ship. Well, well we dumped him at a motel. So, But he's, he's unconscious in a motel, and he'll be... Totally forgiving of our shootout and an interrogation of him. So he won't be following us. Uh, Are we sure no, about that? Did, does he know the name of the ship? He's small. Or guys. like your name? No, no, no. He doesn't know us. We, his eyes were closed the whole time. Eyes. What? Why does he keep putting in super specific qualifiers? <laughs> so can, did Flossy show up yet? Uh, if you want to, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Plus, so, he yeah. wants to walk in on this. So you see, there's like <laughs> Gideon and Will just pacing around in the cargo bay. Gideon looks like he's panicking. So what's okay? He looks like he's panicking. What are the general emotions of all the people in the room? Well, I don't. What's Will feeling? Uh, he's he he's a little overwhelmed by all this, but like, he's okay. glad he ain't dead yet. So I'm not sure what Gideon's feeling. <laughs> Gideon's feeling that mix of emotions where it's like, like, oh shit, I'm being called on my bullshit. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, but but no 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 no, it's okay. So I don't know, kind of placating, mm. kind of he's backpedaling a lot. <laughs> and these guys are they only over the comms? Yeah, yeah, we're only over the. Com- we're I walking mean, can, back with our fish. Yeah, you can you can patch in. Hey, what's going? Gideon and Will decided to interrogate the dude from the the the, the ground floor. Without mm-hmm. telling us, and then not kill him after bringing him on the ship. Hey, I didn't want to. Will just picked him up and dragged him. All right, we've gone from it's fine to no, that didn't happen to blame shifting. How bad is this, Gideon? I, no, it, no you guys. Uh, I used to work with no, the guy. He's a good fellow. Something's wrong. Gideon's not telling the whole truth. What? Something what? is wrong. Okay, yeah, we left him alive and we dumped him in a motel. He's unconscious and he'll be fine in a couple of days. No, there's something wrong. We strapped the auto dock to him. Guys. Well. (sighs) What motel did you take Fuckhead McGee to? (laughs) Spotel 6. Sprawl watch? Yeah, sure. (laughs) Sprawl. We're done for a bit. Yeah. All right. Um. So that's where he's at. I'm just. Everything's. It's just going to take us a while to get there. And. Uh, yeah. I'm fine with leaving him as long as he doesn't know who we are and he's not going to the tell only anybody. He saw was you as you cut him up. You you keep he, limiting knowledge of an individual see, to scene. You talk to him. And that concerns me. I nobody do we didn't we didn't say our names. We didn't say where we were. Anything identifiable whatsoever. I It's not I, right, dude. It, Gideon right now, uh psychic, Gideon is panicking. He's blanking. He doesn't remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
All right, yeah. we need to do something about this, people. Our we options are: can you can like psychic blast his memories away, or we kill him. Who Gideon? No. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! No, not kill Gideon. Yeah. There's not enough spuck tape to keep the ship up together without him. <laughs> that is true. Hector. <laughs> oh, Hector. Okay. Um. So, I, I can try to find Hector. Ooh. Hang I on. Can tell you what room we put him in. That would help. <laughs> <laughs> but I meant in his head. I'll just hold on. Okay, you said he's at the travel lodge. What room? Spravel lodge. Spravel lodge. What room? Two oh six. Okay. Let's You're not going to maybe... kill him, are you? I can't. I would, but I can't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Too far away. Anyway, okay. Hang on. So, can I find him? Um, you know, honestly, if you this is one of those things that's easier if you have like a like a belonging of his. Or something. And like a telepathy. Home. Not. A, I'm not scrying. It's telepathy. Right. Can I find his brain to communicate with and say, hey, are you in this place? Well, okay. You know him. So, sure. I mean, okay. they strapped him to and... the auto dock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure some of his blood's still in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Is true. You need bodily tissues. Oh, we got it. Well, there we go. Right. But still, I'm you, familiar with him. You zero in on his brain. He's right. sleeping. Sleep like sleeping, sleeping or unconscious sleeping? Well, he's been doped up a quite a bit so hmm. what's he dreaming about he's not dream- <laughs> it's anesthetics he's not dreaming <laughs> clowns fungal clowns <laughs> are you going to try to tap his thoughts or what are you trying to do no it's going to amplify the clowns yeah, the clowns a little bit. Oh, God, why? <laughs> <laughs> it's a clown with chainsaws for tits. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Patton Oswalt bit, sorry. <laughs> Most of our listeners probably are so confused why everybody's talking about clowns. <laughs> you think I'm going to leave this in? <laughs> I think Chad's confused why we're talking about clowns. Yeah. We all mention clowns at any interaction or every interaction. <laughs> you can't edit it all can't out. Avoid it, right? <laughs> We must sign the blood oath. <laughs> what All species right. is this? Is this creature space clown? <laughs> yep. All right. So, what is Flossie doing? Right. Um. <sighs> let's see. So the first thing would be to tell the rest of the crew, other other than these two, these three over here. Um, to let them know what she found, that he is indeed unconscious and drugged. Okay. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? We kill him oh, again? I can think of some things. Well, didn't we, like, or y'all kill Axton once, and then he wasn't dead, and then came back, and... But Axton's a little different from this Hector dude. Right, and then there's that dude... Yank off Armor Schmidt that we keep just intentionally fucking with, and he keeps following us around. Well, he's entertaining. Yeah, I'm not going to argue that. Yeah, but he keeps like, he's getting like more us and so more much as we just keep running into him. Either I mean, way, Hector's like small potatoes. Yeah, though, isn't he, he? I mean, he's he's just a hired help. 
Yeah, I mean, if he's just Everyone if he's a gangbanger, hired help at one point. I mean, he's like a planet side, a planet bound gangbanger. You're trying way fight. too hard to convince us, Gideon. Oh, I'm just gonna go kill him. Okay, I'm I'm gonna go to the ship. Okay. I'm gonna stop by the taco stand and get some tacos. You should. They're <laughs> fucking delicious. They are fucking delicious. And get some tartar sauce with them because it's real fish and the tartar sauce goes really good with real whoa, fish. Whoa, Not so much whoa. fish paste. Zeke, get get two. two. Blog. So Zeke is is coming back with fish tacos. Uh, what what's Ren doing? Coming back to I'm the ship. Going back to the ship and hands changing all, into bloodless gonna, clothes. Okay. Hands out. You're just gonna kill somebody in their sleep. Yeah. You make it feel like a big man. Well, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. You can talk yourself about, up like, into it. What's up? You can talk yourself up. No, I'm just gonna go. He's asleep. There's no like. I need to be combatty and stuff. I can just shoot him in the head and walk away. Like that's not a problem. Can I be your hype person when you, you do it? You can totally be my hype person. Yes, let's hey, go. But she's literally in your head. <laughs> and his. And his. And his. Oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get you. Gotta you gotta get you, gonna get you, gonna get you. Here's head talk. <laughs> okay, so that's that's taken care of. And then everybody gets back on the ship and we leave. Yeah. That sounds like a plan. With oh. one less threat following us. Thank God. Oh, Jesus. Okay. In theory, In who theory. hired him? Uh, true. Mm-hmm. Are the police going to investigate his murder? They might. Not my problem. It, we have to. Come, we might have to come back to this planet. Yeah, feasibly. No, um, I don't. I don't see us ever coming back never, here. Never. No. Never. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we we wouldn't want to interact with Apollo or Linus, uh, or Hailey, or, or fish tacos, or right. fish tacos. Whoa, fish tacos out of the picture. No, we're the definitely galaxy's coming back. best fish tacos. Mm-hmm. We're definitely coming okay. back here. All right. Yep. So I can handle the cops. <laughs> it's fine. All right. So I guess we're. That's it for that. They can't try you for murder if they can't find the body. That's, that's, I think that's solid legal, legal advice. advice. That's terrible legal advice. Solid legal advice from Chaotic Goodness Podcast. It was more of an anecdote than advice, frankly. Legal advice solicitors. For more terrible legal advice, email contact at chaoticgoodnesspodcast.com. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, we're going to end this episode, and I want to thank uh, Franz for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And and be sure to catch uh, Franz on uh, the Land Above podcast. It's another Nerdsmith podcast. It's very good. D and D Fifth Edition one where was it? You all play monsters and you run around underground or something. Something to that effect. It's also on Mondays. Yes, so you have now you have two podcasts that you can enjoy on Mondays. Is it every week or every other week? Um, it's supposed to be every week. Okay, so after you listen to Chaotic Goodness, you can listen to The Land Above. Yay! I won't. I won't uh, argue with you. There we go. All right. So (laughs) we're. This podcast is sponsored by World Anvil. Light Light up up the the forge! And use our code CONSOLE at dieharddice.com for 15% off your next order of dice. That's C-O-N-S-O-L-E. For information about this and other episodes, including show notes, social media links, and more, please visit our website at chaoticgoodnesspodcast.com. 
Want access to subscriber-only perks, such as bonus content, Discord server access, World Anvil partnership benefits, and other swag? Click on the donate link at nerdsmith.org for details. Thank you for listening to the Chaotic Goodness Podcast. Come back next Monday for more chaos. Monsters. Savages. Abominations. Eighty years ago, the great kingdoms of the land above drove all monstrous creatures from their domain and claimed the surface of the world for themselves. Those that escaped the slaughter were driven deep underground, banished forever into the lightless reaches of the dark below. In this endless labyrinth of stone tunnels and caverns, their descendants still fight to survive. And she's going to pretend that she's a fan of this dragon. She's going to be, she's going to say, um, Oh my gosh, I have heard of you before. And I am just so happy that you're actually real. And we actually found you. We've been looking for you. that's flattering. I look at Oneron, salute, and then go back into the shadows. Yeah, sure, make it look so easy. <laughs> she gets angry and she just finds Dyer and just tries to like attack them with it. One of this creature's massive clawed hands grabs hold of your wrist. The cub yet has strength. Come explore a world where sunlight is a myth and monsters may become heroes. Discover new episodes of The Land Above every Monday on nerdsmith.org, Podbean, or wherever you download podcasts. A proud member of the Nerdsmith Network.